Abbey Award-winning Ben Taylor on the Abbey Award-winning Auburn Opelika This Morning. News Talk W-A-N-I. Auburn Opelika This Morning, News Talk W-A-N-I. Megan Krauss joins me in the studio. I completely forgot about that saga. She was catching up with Steve as he left, and they've got foul issues at the at the house. <laughs> she shared it on Facebook. So it's no big secret, but uh, they had a little incident at their farm with one of their chickens, and uh, that has been the drama that Steve came back from the bourbon trail this weekend to. That's correct. <laughs> that was awesome. So uh, city council last night, Jacob texted me about 8.30 and said, we're done, I'm headed home. I was like, uh oh, they had the prayer meeting take place last night. Uh, yes. but there were a lot, there was a lot on the, on the agenda. There's a lot on the agenda. There's a lot going on and, uh, a lot of uh, public comment about our Lake Wilmore project. And we can circle back to that in a bit, but mm-hmm. committee of the whole was uneventful. Just a typical passing yeah. of the minutes. Uh, Councilperson Witten did ask. There are some new billboards going up on North Donahue that the residents in that area are quite angry about and have contacted their council person as well as as me um, and other city staff and council members. And one of the challenges in Alabama is when property is outside the city limits. That's right. We have no control over it, and the county doesn't have zoning in this particular area. Um, they have zoning in, in one part of the county for specific reasons. And so um, other than getting a sign permit for the structural elements of a billboard our hands are tied. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, one of those things, there's frustration uh, among neighbors out there. We are reaching out to those who are either uh, erecting the billboards or haven't quite started yet to see if we can get get something changed about that. I don't know that we can, but we can certainly ask. Yeah. It, the, the county situation, I said this years ago, I learned this years ago because uh, the guy that co-owned and ran the Ford dealership on college uh, he had, the city has a sign ordinance, but it was when he had to change out the signage there, and he found out too that way because uh, he was not originally from here. Uh, I guess there was a place just up the road on North College, but that was on county property. It was not at that time. I don't know if it still is or not, but uh, that's when I learned about because the same ordinance was not the same for the sign because that was the thing. So when so and so signs up there, and they're like, well, that's a county sign. That's not a city sign. That's correct. The city only has a prohibition on signs over a certain size. Right. And so we definitely have allowances for signs all over the city, but when they get to a certain size, they are no longer allowed. And so... Well, then they're um, glorified billboard, like you just talked about. I mean, they're... And I think they get too large. I, uh, de- definitely, we hear the residents that live in the North Donahue area, those are traverse the area. Alabama's a property rights state, and sometimes people don't want to hear that from you, but that is the reality in which we're dealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not falling on deaf ears. It's an issue of we can ask nicely, and, you know, that's what we have in the tank. Yeah, to the, to the people that particularly put it up there. Uh, we'll talk more with Megan here momentarily. We'll get more into the meeting and what all took place and uh, even talk about the Lake Wilmore uh, thing that was discussed last night. Seems to be a hot topic of discussion, uh, even for some of the residents that I've heard from that are from there. Um, he's actually excited about it. So we shall see uh, uh, what uh, t- transpired at last night's council meeting. More on the way. Auburn Opelika this morning, News Talk WANI. Making Auburn Opelika great again. News Talk WANI. News Talk and Information Station. News Talk, W-A-N-I. Auburn like it this morning, News Talk, W-A-N-I. Megan Krause joins me in studio as we uh, talk Auburn City Council meeting last night. Where do we want to go next? 
Well, I'd say just kind of running into the regular agenda. Well, we had about a 30-item agenda, so I definitely won't go over every item yeah. point, point by point. Uh, to hit the highlights, we had a big announcement yesterday for Korea Fuel Tech America Incorporated. They're going into Auburn Technology Park South across the lake from Briggs and Stratton. It's about uh, 90 new jobs and a $17 million investment, so we appreciate mm. them and we want to welcome them to Auburn. Uh, why this is not exciting for some people, we're, we're pretty excited to, the council approved the contract with Alabama Power last night to get rid of the last bit of overhead lines behind, uh, kind of behind the hound and, and businesses on North College Street. We actually had a semi truck run into some of those low hanging lines. They were not electrical. They were cable oriented, but still kind of gummed up the area. You know, eventually we'd like to make some improvements back there and we need to get the rest of these power poles out of the way to look better. Also, um, we have a, a population that enjoys themselves a good bit downtown, and the lower you have wires, the the more apt you are to have things hanging from those wires. <laughs> so we'll be glad to, to move those out, and not to scare you, we'll be doing that work in, in a kind of a not as busy of a time. We're working mm-hmm. around football, and really in Auburn now we have to work around basketball, so we mm-hmm. are, but that'll be in the late December, early January time frame, and the businesses affected are aware um, kind of going further into the meeting, um, it's not exciting for a lot of people, but there were some questions just saying we're spending a lot of money on a communications tower equipment. What are you doing in the southern side of Auburn on Corporate Parkway? We're partnering with Alabama Power to to put um, an, another. They're building the radio tower. We're just putting equipment on it. This will provide even better uh, communication services for our emergency mm-hmm. uh, responders. And then it also helps in our industrial buildings that are they're massive, 300,000, 400,000 square foot buildings um, where our first responders will have clear communication. Sometimes in the middle of those buildings, they have to use cell phones Oh, uh, because okay. they lose a signal. Yep. And so uh, this will be huge and just helpful to public safety in the city in general. And I don't want anybody to think we weren't in communication. This is just improving it. Right, <laughs> so, right. Very important. A, a few other things people don't um, understand that fire trucks are very expensive, and as the economy is uh, changing rapidly, and we're getting a new ladder truck, um, and we haven't had a new ladder truck. Well, actually, we have, but the one we're replacing is 20 years old, but mm-hmm. the, its replacement is almost $1.6 million. Mm-hmm. And to make it even more interesting, um, we're, we have to prepay it now so we can save $38,000 if we pay for it now, but we won't see that truck for 32 months. Mm-hmm. A long time from now. What's interesting is this is a 107 foot long tiller truck, and I didn't know what a tiller truck really meant. It meant there's a driver on the back of it. Okay. So we, uh, one of our last. Well, I'm glad you. Years ago, yeah. Beth and I didn't know yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you don't have your fire lingo down. No. But, um, no. I always like to say, once upon a time, Councilman Hovey uh, was a student firefighter in Auburn, mm-hmm. and he used to drive the previous tiller truck that we had, the person on the back that has a steering wheel. Nice thing about the tiller truck is even in the downtown area. Um, it can get around those 90-degree corners yes. really, really well. And so uh, this has an, I think it's articulating ladder, and uh, Chief John Langford would probably kill me if I got that wrong. <laughs> but we have a lot more capabilities with this truck mm-hmm. um, that are needed. So while it's an expensive purchase, it's a very necessary purchase. We also just renewed our contract with East Alabama Health um, to handle ambulance services as they do for Opelika and Lee County. And then I know not exciting for a lot of people, um, that we buy tractors and vehicles and so on. I think one of the better contracts we had on this agenda was to maintain our landscaping at mm-hmm. exit 50. We just spent a lot of time and effort landscaping that, and we'd like to maintain it. But in this dry um, 
weather that we've had over the last several months, uh, that area a vehicle caught on fire in that vicinity probably two months ago, and I about had a stroke because I thought, here goes several hundred thousand dollars in landscaping. Fortunately, A, nobody was hurt in the vehicle fire, mm-hmm. and then after that it didn't catch the brush in the vicinity on fire and oh burn down a brand-new landscaping. So, uh, is, that the, is that the Bucky's exit? Yeah, it is 50? the Bucky's okay. exit. We actually got a good question last night about traffic signals and, and Bucky's, and there will be a traffic signal on the northbound ramp coming off of I-85 mm-hmm. and then to, to re-enter right there to continue northbound, and there'll be a traffic signal at Bucky's Boulevard and Cox Road. So okay. some people have wondered, oh, gosh, Bucky's is coming. We'll, we'll never be able to get through. No, that's not true. Um, mm-hmm. All of those things were taken care of very early in the process. Y'all go ahead and order those poles because they take forever. Well, actually, <laughs> we already learned about the traffic light issue when it comes actually, to getting those. And ironically, uh, that is all on Bucky's. Okay. So that is part of their construction contract, and they they paid. Uh, yes, we do have an incentive going with Bucky's, but Bucky's paid for every everything up front. They'll get a sales tax rebate over time mm-hmm. for some things, but they pay it for all of that, all of their infrastructure, all that earth moving. Everything is cash out of their their pocket or their financing, um, and they've been a wonderful partner. Um, very communicative, and they're very excited to open. I mean, they're originally hoping they would open in the next month or so, and this was months ago. But uh, obviously, that a lot of earth was moved, and uh, you know, we'll probably see them in the spring sometime. It's still going up a lot to, faster yeah. than I thought. I mean, it is that is people don't understand that is a lot of material that goes into a Bucky's building. It is. If you've been to one and, you know, you get all the 116 fueling positions and just the logistics, they, you know, they concrete. There's no asphalt on those sites. Right. They concrete everything. So a lot of concrete to be poured. And they also paint interstate signs and directional signs right on the ground mm-hmm. to help you circulate around the business. So uh, it's going to be massive. I uh, My husband visited one for the first time with me in, in the Calhoun, Georgia area. Um, and he understood, but now he really understands. Yeah, that's a. As I said, when my sister lived in Austin, that was a that was a stop that we had to make anytime we drove out to Austin. You always had to stop. It's important at a to me is most people walking out the door have sixty to eighty dollars worth of stuff. Yes, and most of them are coming off the interstate, yes. so we're going to pull tax dollars from people traveling through the area. It's it's new dollars to the area, and they're going to come here and spend big. And I'm excited about that. I told my dad he messed up. He should have been an investor in the company because uh, with him, when I lived up here and, and with my sister living in, in Texas, he, he said for years, he said, I don't know why y'all don't have a Bucky's on the I-85 corridor. Like it is, if there's anybody that needs it, it is somewhere around the Auburn Opelika area. And then, of course, they come and they, they put Well, a big competitor of theirs, Wawa, has announced that they're, they're coming, mm-hmm. you know, just – up the panhandle and probably into Alabama, Georgia, et cetera. So a lot of people that are from Florida have an affinity for that. So right. it's ought to be interesting. <laughs> it's continue to grow. we got to take one more break, and then we'll have more with Megan here momentarily. Auburn Opelika This Morning News Talk, WANI. This is Auburn Opelika This Morning with 2021 Alabama Personality of the Year, Ben Taylor. This is Auburn Opelika This Morning with Ben Taylor. News Talk. Auburn up like it this morning. News Talk WANI. Wrap things up here momentarily as we got about five minutes left. What else do we need to hit from council last night? I think, night? Uh, you know, two, two key zoning things that went on last night is Auburn has now uh, moved forward after a, a 
small appointed group of planning commissioners and city council members came together and we have proceeded with now allowing murals um, mm. in the city. Uh, the, the only misnomer, and this has nothing to do with the one mural that we have that is covered up. Um, the ordinance isn't official uh, until it's published. It's about 10 days from now before we would really be working with anyone other than the, the one owner who may, okay. who may take the cover down. Mm. Uh, but the ordinance is passed and um, that paves the way for murals to to be around the city. Um, and there, the circumstances are very broad. You do have to remember with regard to freedom of speech that there is, mm-hmm. there are broad parameters, but I think we're very excited. The mayor talked a lot about this to, to have some murals that would be destination oriented where people want to f- be photographed. The War Eagle wall right. serves as that now, but to be photographed with those murals in Auburn that are cool or they're destination oriented. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that. I know AO Tourism has been very supportive as a lot of the downtown merchants have been interested in this for some time. A big discussion last night ensued in, uh, about the Lake Wilmore Community Center and uh, also four multipurpose fields mm-hmm. and has some residents around the Lake Wilmore property, which is well over 200 acres and uh, for those of you who don't know what Lake Wilmore is, this backs up to Ogletree Elementary School. Uh, it was long o- owned by the Waterworks Board of the City of Auburn, but the city itself acquired it in 2004, always with plans to put a park there. Um, at this stage, a lot of the, there's Mooresmill Creek runs through there. There's a, a small lake called Lake Wilmore. There's not one that I recommend that uh, you can hike in trails in there, but some people are always somehow Google or something is sending them not only to park in adjacent neighborhoods or in people's driveways they're sending them to something they think is a lake and it is it's not that there was an old dam there and what have you go walk around and explore but also don't walk through people's backyards right right there but what we're doing is some residents just had general concerns and uh from our master plan versus what we're actually building and we'd actually move some fields further away from houses um and we always welcome dialogue with our residents we Mm. we want to communicate and one of the outcomes of this meeting just because of some concerns or just not understanding is we're going to go meet with them on property Mm -hmm. so we can walk around and talk through some of the concerns but overall we're delivering two full-size indoor basketball courts or four short courts an indoor walking trail a full um exercise facility some event rooms and different space for exercise classes a pool that is covered um, and heated, but can be most of the the sidewalls are it's all glass can be removed, not mm-hmm. all glass, but a good bit of glass um, in the summertime. And we're then a year follow on from that four multi-purpose fields that are turf that can be used for uh, soccer. Soccer has a whole complex, but they can play there. But mainly lacrosse and football, mm-hmm. flag and tackle, and then we'll practice baseball there mm-hmm. uh, and softball. And there was a large. Uh, contingent of a lot of very passionate Auburn residents who've worked with youth sports for many years um, and give a lot of their time to it of just overwhelming support saying, you know, we not only want to see this facility, we'd like to see more. And, you know, based on our our growth, um, we haven't kept up with some things and we haven't for a lot of financial reasons and COVID and the downturn in 2008 and 2009, but we're sure trying hard to move forward at this stage. Yeah, that was, uh, I didn't realize this. I Correct me if I'm wrong here. This was actually approved 19? This was approved from a, a planning and zoning perspective in, in 20, but in the master plan, in it was approved okay. in 2018. And the City Council and Parks and Recreation Advisory Board collaborated, and they came up with an initial list of priorities. 
and the Town Creek Inclusive Playground was one of those, mm-hmm. and so on. And we're delivering those. We're finally finishing the last bit of those, which is we're also doing a Jan Dempsey Community Arts Center expansion and renovation and ADA compliance thing, and we're doing these Lake Wilmore projects, and we're finally kind of finishing the mm-hmm. last bit. Soccer Complex was one of those that's under construction. Where we're right. building a full indoor facility along with three new fields that are for um, soccer. They will not be captive to soccer because we don't have enough multi-purpose right. fields, so these will also be turf fields. So, And I think a lot of people are – Anthony mentioned this when he came in on Turtling Tuesday, and he said some people are uneducated on this uh, when you say multi-purpose field. He has gone to places because that's what he yeah. does is he does the sports side of things with tourism, and they've got fields that he's been to in, like, Ohio that serve – for seven different sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, I think he's even looked at, I think this one will serve five, if I'm not mistaken, uh, possibility. A lot, yeah, and a so, lot of sports. And I think some of the things that, that people did not know, just registered for basketball right now with the limited gym space we have is 794 youth players and 80 teams. And for high school age players, 240 players and 24 teams. And we're playing in the, the gym space that we have, mainly right. Frank Brown. And Boykin with some limited Dean Road uh, Recreation Center action. And so that's just in, in those sports alone. And then when you go to multi-purpose fields, in spring of 2022, we had 99 teams using fields. Mm. And that was soccer um, and lacrosse plus 87 baseball and softball teams. This fall, we had 137 teams using fields, soccer, lacrosse, tackle, and flag football plus 49 baseball and softball teams. See, it stays so busy. i got to cut you off because they're going to cut us off. Fox News no, is. You're good. Uh, and so, uh, it, Council, again, first and third Wednesday of, uh, of every month, or Tuesday of every month, and then Megan visits with me on that Wednesday of every month. Auburn, if I like it this morning, you guys have a great day. We will see you all tomorrow.